1: and Bradley
2: show on My Talk 107.1. Hey, I'm, I'm at going. your back door.
1: That's wow. That's Bradley Trainer. What's up? Feeling uncomfortable. That's why. Well, um,
2: we're we're like too friendly to be showing up at the front door.
1: That is a thousand percent true. I was going side door, but what else? I'll go.
2: I don't have a side door.
1: I'm just saying, like in our metaphorical Team Cobra show, I feel like a side door would be appropriate. All right, all right. Um, you know. But do you. Do you. Go to whatever door you want to go to. Uh, just know that we'll be there, ready to tell you all the latest in Hollywood gossip, starting with, um, should we get the Cobra Gang together?
2: Let's do it. Okay. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the
3: double. We're the Cobra. Cobra
2: Gang. If you've got the
1: crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang.
2: Okay, we have to talk about all these stories about Britney Spears bonding and also Sam Asghari bonding with her children. What's B- up with all this, this is, bondage? There's a lot. Oh, oh, I, I want to talk about oh, bondage sorry. And children. Okay. But, sorry. Okay. Uh... Back to the actual story, there are these stories about uh these two being close to the kids. Now, y- uh, sure, okay, but We don't just look at stories here on The Colleen and Bradley Show. We look behind the stories, underneath the stories. What are the stories really trying to tell us? Because we know that in Hollywood...
1: Nothing is real and everyone
2: smokes. Exactly. And a People exclusive from yesterday, is actually of a theme that has appeared more than once. And I would like to just figure out what it means. So here's the people exclusive from yesterday. Headline, Britney Spears' fiance, Sam Asghari, is bonding with her two sons, says a source. Okay, well, on the surface of things, that might sound, you know, pretty expected, right? Sam and Britney enjoying time with her kids as a family now that she's out of her conservatorship okay sure and
1: they're engaged it makes sense people do that right they blend their fit hello look at ben and jen
2: yeah exactly so this is not unexpected certainly but i will tell you as somebody who looks at these things on a daily basis at least looks at tabloids on the google on a regular basis this is an interesting storyline that has come up more than once, and now it's at the point where I'm like, okay, what's really going on? So let's read the story. The story itself is from a source allegedly, supposedly close to Britney Spears.
1: And, and it's it- on People Magazine, which means...
2: Yeah, well, it's an exclusive, right, on People, which means it's pr- the call is coming from inside the house, right? Right. Um, that said, here's what the source actually said, quote, Britney had a nice Christmas with Sam. She spent time with her boys, too. You know, she's focused on staying healthy for her boys. It's been easier for Britney to see the boys since the conservatorship ended. It's all been great for her. Last month, she did some stuff and did some things with the kids, and they had a lot of fun. Okay, so you needed to have an exclusive, meaning this is An exclusive always implies that, hey, someone connected directly to this story, is telling us some things such that they're not telling anybody else, so we can call it an exclusive. Right, it's like a scoop. Exactly. Now, okay, why this story, then, are you... Um, creating or trying to get so much attention around because the story itself is pretty boring. She does the thing that we would expect. And again, just to to reiterate, this is now like the third time I've seen this line of story show up. What do we make of it? Who is trying to tell us, basically, who's the source and why are they trying to tell us that, oh, quote, Brittany is real close to her kids and everything's fine. It's good. It's good.
1: Okay, so i said.
2: it's, it's good. good. I know it sounded like something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you didn't say no, that. No, I did not say that.
1: Um, I'm going to say that the voice behind this story is the person who's been trying to insert themselves in every facet of uh, the Britney Spears narrative. Okay. And that would be Sam Gardner. Oh! do you say that? Well, because um, he I don't
2: disagree with you, by the way, for the record.
1: He has a vested interest in making himself appear to be um, on the inside with Britney. Because, again, this is a man who is looking for jobs. And what do we know about Hollywood? Nothing is real and everyone smokes. But also that if your name is in headlines, what do you get more of? Attention. Attention. And, and what jobs. is it? And attention yeah, gets you jobs because nobody wants to hire a nobody. They want to hire a somebody who's going to get their project headlines. And so if Sam Asgari can be sure that he's still going to be, he's going to be in all the headlines. And he always looks like a good guy, right? He's Britney's protector. He's... The one that was helping her navigate getting out of this conservatorship. He is like a father figure to her children. The lion to her lioness.
2: Yes, thank you. Oh, I honestly think Gotta that's, turn that mic on. I honestly... <laughs> I honestly think, too, that part of the—in this particular case, it's more than that, because, yeah, sure, he wants attention and he wants to look great. But the the little piece in there that made me wonder, huh, I wonder if this might be a part of something bigger, a strategy that has to do, actually, with Brittany. So it talks about, you know, um, again, just to go back to this, like, latest story, she's making an effort to see her kids more— and Sam is also bonding with them. Brittany, because it really is a focus on Brittany in a way that it's not just like, Sam loves these kids. He's just doing fun things with kids. It goes on to say Brittany had a nice Christmas with Sam, but she spent time with her boys, too. Mm. And she is focused on staying healthy for her boys. That statement in particular rang out to me as I wonder if there's going to be an attempt within the next year now that she is free and clear of this conservatorship Mm. to regain uh, a a measure of custody now that may be making more out of this than it needs to be because I don't know how much time she I mean her kids are 16 and 15 so like the custody she might think it's an important thing to have more custody of her kids for this brief period of time before they're adults Uh, Or she may not. But at the very least, it seems like they might be trying to sort of create the idea that she is in a much healthier place and can parent in a way that she wasn't able to before. Meaning, I wonder if there's like some legal maneuvering that's about to unfold.
1: I am a thousand percent on that side. And I don't know enough about... um, family law or um, custody agreements to know whether or not this is the case. But I wonder if that wouldn't also then trickle down to change the amount of support she's paying yeah. to.
2: Oh, um, it most certainly would. Right.
1: And, I'm, and because I don't
2: that's the support that she's paying at this point is for those kids.
1: Yeah. To Kevin Federline. Yeah. And, and I don't mean to make it sound because I do believe she loves her children. I do believe it has been insanely difficult for her. Um, throughout this conservatorship to not have the relationship with them that she deserves. yeah. So I don't want to make it sound like this all has to do with money, but the money part of it is probably really important because a lot of people have been trying to get their grubbies all over her money for a long time. And, um, and I'm well, not saying Kevin Federline has not has been one of those people but I'm not not saying that either.
2: I mean I think her lawyers are probably thinking about the money end of the equation. I think from Brittany's standpoint she's probably like I would like to retain or regain custody of my kids or the majority of custody or at least something equitable because right now it is not even equitable in terms Mm -hmm. of custody of her children because she's trying to make the case to the world that she's ready to have another kid like if you're ready to have another kid why don't you have custody of the kids that you have right not that she cares what we think about it but I would imagine that once she regains the custody well then the obvious question is why are you paying for all you know you, you don't need to pay as much money as you once did or or the other possibility too, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about why these stories about Brittany hanging out with her kids and it's so fun, and they're doing things is potentially because, of course, it can't just be a story. Not in our world. Put mm. on your tinfoil hat. Thank you. You know, or she knows that Kevin is trying to do things behind the scenes because you got to believe that Kevin Federline saw this train coming and has has been trying to sort of lay the groundwork to keep, you know, to keep the gravy train. A tooting along. I don't know what the analogy is for the gravy train, but it is chugging along.
1: This is his income. Yeah. You
2: know, what else is Kevin Federline up to? Girl, you better be careful because I've got some stuff on you. I don't know. You know, and like this is just, again, what we're seeing right now is a PR thing. Right. It's why is that PR thing happening? Right. And And what is behind it? Yeah. And
1: what is it wanting us to believe? Yeah. Exclusively. Well, and the, the thing that's the, oh boy, this is the mess of the celebrity world that Britney has found herself in um is that you know she had to care so much about what other people thought when her family was in charge of mm-hmm. her conservatorship and now it's like she has not been released from that even though mm-hmm. she wants to it still matters the public opinion the public perception still matters for her she has not been released from yeah. that part and that's the unfortunate Evidence, sad part of the story
2: evidenced by like the amount that she still communicates through social media like right. i would be like girl could you just like take a month off of oh,
1: social media go to a different I go to know, an island i know Whirl in a different foyer. Oh, and you can do it, too. Oh, my gosh, you I can mean, go to Six
2: Islands. Now is the time, because there's a lot of other things going on. I don't know what you're talking people, about. What? That peop- I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, anyway, the moral of the story is, I don't know what's behind this, but I think we got to the bottom of it. We got to something. Yeah. Uh, and we always do. Stick with us, because we'll always get to the
1: bottom of something. <laughs> Um, and that's the tagline of our show. It's the bottom
2: of the trash bin.
1: It
0: could be. And often it is. It's kind of wet down there sometimes. It, it does it smell. Kind of,
2: I don't understand how it gets wet on the other side of the bag because, like, I pull that bag up and there's some kind of like sticky stuff. Like, is there a leak in the bag? I don't know. It just
1: seeps through, Bradley. <laughs> the junk seeps through. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk
2: 1071. Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt
1: Alert. The wonderful Elizabeth Reese has brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey Elizabeth. Well,
3: hello friends. How's Hi. everyone doing today? Oh,
1: just really wonderful. wonderful. Everything
3: is spectacular. <laughs> I'm glad. Keep telling yourself that. Mm-hmm. That is a good thing. Hey Larsa and Scotty Pippen have finalized their divorce. They've been trying to get divorced for three years.
1: Listen, I'm telling you what, when people have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of monies.
3: Yeah.
2: It takes them a while.
1: Divorces take a little
2: extra time. Twenty years, not twenty years. Was it much time,
3: particularly when they've been married for a long time? Yeah. So, Larsa Pippen and Scottie Pippen have been married since 1997. They have four children together. Uh, They were born in 2000, 2002, 2005, and 2008. And Mm. they first announced they were separating in 2016, but then decided to reconcile before Larsa filed for divorce in 2018. Amid all those rumors that she would had an affair with Future, remember that? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, Future, who is the dad of Sierra's first child, Oof. and she's married to Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. Larsa
3: quarterback a, for that's the Seattle Seahawks. Lar- yeah. Larsa Pippen. Everybody, you can't hear me.
1: Related. Oh, you know what? We're having a thing hmm. where. Um, Elizabeth, can you hear Bradley? No, I was wondering if he was off. Oh, no. He's,
2: <laughs> no, I'm here. He he is. Is. There he is. Okay, Hi.
1: good. Okay, Bradley, you were going to say something. Say no,
2: it. Larsa Pippen is the one, isn't that Isn't she the one that like gets accused of trying to like steal Kim Kardashian's thing? Yeah, I think so. I mean yeah. like metaphorical thing, not real mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Be weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. What would her real thing be? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fame fortune. Thing. Just okay. her
1: vibe. Yeah. All of her vibes. Uh
3: so anyway, these two are done. Trolls have have uh, come after her saying she's the one responsible for the marriage's demise. Uh, I get who knows. No. I'm sure that it takes two to tango, guys. Yeah,
2: public is so delightful.
3: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know, they were married and by for public, a long time, I know how true
2: that is. Social media.
3: Yeah. So, anyway, they're done. They're finally divorced. They've moved on. Uh, Selena Gomez says that taking a break from social media was the best decision that she's ever made for her mental health. Do it. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a huge social media following. For a while, she was the top-followed person on the gram, right? Right. I, I think you're right. I think Who she's been surpassed that? since then, but that's a good question. We should
1: Google Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well...
3: that i would be interested to know i would like to know that on a regular basis who has the most instagram followers currently because
1: it shifts oh weird Mm -hmm. okay do you want to know who it is yeah presently yeah uh cristiano ronaldo oh over 386 million followers wow second in line
2: lionel messi
1: oh i have kylie jenner on my Mm. list i'm
2: looking at wikipedia oh i thought i was
1: too interesting Why is your Wikipedia different than mine? I don't
2: know. It says one is Instagram. Most followed accounts. One Instagram, two Christian Ronaldo, three Leo Messi, four Kylie Jenner.
3: Who's Leo Messi?
2: He's the football. He's a a soccer player. Another soccer player. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing, because you've got like the massive worldwide soccer audience. So Selena Gomez says the last two years have been spent working on her mental health. She suffered an emotional breakdown in 2018 Um, that led her to seek this particular type of therapy to manage her depression and anxiety. And she said, I became aware that my little world is complicated, but the picture is much bigger than the stuff I deal with. I have problems with depression and anxiety and I found it difficult for me to be me. Mm. Um, She said that she initially avoided talking about her mental health struggles because she realized that she was in a situation where she was extremely blessed. Um, but she said, at one point, Instagram became my whole world, and it was really dangerous.
1: Well, that's, the, I mean, listen, that is, uh, that is, this, this, a similar story is told by a lot of people who find themselves overwhelmed with social media, mm-hmm. right? When you start to realize that more of your attention is going toward who you appear to be than who you really are. Yeah. Um, that will take a toll. Well, and remember, and totally she's only twenty nine. Yeah. So
3: she's twenty nine. You know, we're the end, guys. Like I was born in nineteen eighty one. I mean, I'm. Uh, Facebook was not out when I was in college, right? Yeah. Face. So I am the last man standing here like our generation our age group is the last one standing that we don't we didn't go through any sort of schooling Mm -hmm. any sort of those like formative years with social media being a thing Mm -hmm. it was not remotely a thing i didn't even have a cell phone until my sophomore year of
1: college i didn't have a cell phone until after college
2: i literally did not have a social media presence until my 30s and i think i was 30 years old probably on the dot but That, I mean, to think that I have formed my entire sense of self and, you know, those of us as well, um, or I mean, you guys too, Yeah, like this generation, to be able to form your entire sense of self before... The advent of social media Total gift. was a huge right. gift, but also like, I don't want that to sound like a, like, you know, judgment of the people who had no choice. It's just different. And it is what it is. And I'm sure we grapple with things more difficultly. In fact, I know we grapple with technology more difficultly, difficultly, difficultly. Mm-hmm. difficultly? Sure. Whatever that means. We understand what it means. Um, We speak Bradley. More Mm -hmm. problematically, like we have issues too, is all I'm saying. So don't think this is like a, you know.
3: No, it's not. It's not. That being said, though, I think having that perspective in life where you can remember what life was like without it, that is something that is really important to remember that your kids don't have. Right. And so trying to provide something i don't know listen i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm just gonna say this and you guys might record this and then you can replay it for Mm -hmm. me in 10 years and be like you were a liar elizabeth organized you were such a
1: liar and you were
3: full of carapola um i'm not letting my kids do social media i'm just not doing it and i i'm saying
1: it and then i don't know what's gonna happen because i am seven and i'm I'm loving you i am loving you through this elizabeth reese thank you And I'm going to tell you that there will be a time that there will be a use for it. And I can't I cannot tell you the future. However, what I will tell you is this, that what you know, when you say remembering what it was like without social media, we can't ask. We can't even ask our children to understand what that's like. Because they they don't even understand the context of that. I know, right? It's very right. similar to like when we were kids, and our parents would be like, "Back in my day," and we'd all go, "Ha ha ha!"
2: <laughs> right? That, that said, I will say I see behaviors from generations uh, behind me, and you know, younger mm-hmm. younger people navigating social media or approaching healthy relationships with social media in a way that. I've never been as thoughtful about mm-hmm. like the way that they're able to set boundaries yeah. around yeah. social media. Well, Look at Selena
3: Gomez. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. saying, yeah. I mean, and talk about setting a boundary there where you were making, you can make so much money from it and she, and you've got all those followers and she was like, I've got to shut this down because yeah. this is not good for me. Yeah. She did say also something that I thought was interesting. She said, if I'm not in the best headspace and my friends invite me out, I won't go. I've lost my sense of FOMO, which I'm proud of. Sometimes I push myself too much and it catches up to me, but I try to balance out everything as best I can. I like to be there for my friends and celebrate everyone, but I have to make
1: sure that I'm okay, you know, because if I'm not okay, I can't be yeah. okay for other people.
2: It's very wise.
1: Also, way to go. Holly has a saying that I like to lean into. What,
3: what is it? What? Em-
1: embrace the Jomo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The joy of missing
3: out. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it wonderful? Holly, I'm so with you.
0: Yeah, if I, I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Not going to. Not going <laughs> to. <dat>. Jomo's great. <laughs> Especially when it's cold
1: outside mojo and you jomo. don't want to put on real pants. Yeah, we got jo- we got uh we got jomo mojo. Yes. Elizabeth Reese, you are spectacular. Oh, Thank you, you, you guys are so fun. Love spending time with you every day. Have a great rest of your day. Stay warm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to warm ourselves by the glow of blind items. Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries. We're going to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. holly Holly's got some uh, pop culture mysteries for us to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071 i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We try to solve them in this segment. We call it Blinded by the
0: Item. Blinded by Ah, yes. Hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. Let's start with this one. The former stripper, reality star, sex tape star who somehow always hovers in that B plus list celebrity
2: range really needs to send her mom to rehab. Ooh. Is Black China a former stripper? Yeah, I feel like she is. Ooh, Tokyo, Tokyo Tony. Tony.
0: Yes. Yes. So, Black China. Who kind of hovers around the B plus list celebrity range? Really needs to send her mom Tokyo Tony to rehab. Mm, yeah,
2: that's too bad. Yeah. Didn't they do a show? Like Black China they had did. a show for a hot second, and Tokyo Tony was a. But she's also been on another show, wasn't she? On another show, anyway. I don't who, know who
1: Black China or Tokyo, Tokyo Tony. Tom. I feel like she did. I feel, I feel like you're right. She had her own reality show, and then and then black china had her reality show with rob
0: kardashian but then also had a reality show with her mom i don't know she's doing it yeah and radar online says that black china has called off the feud with her mom as she prepares to face off with her ex rob kardashian in court because remember there are oh God, still that's still going on it's still Holy going molly. on hey mm-hmm. look over here at these other things <laughs> Don't Oof. look at the actual legal problems that the yeah. Kardashian-Jenners are facing. It's true. And so many of them.
2: Allegedly. Supposedly.
0: Mm-hmm. By the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. The whole second season of this show was just to set a narrative for down the road when there's a trial for this child porn procurer. The producers got everyone on camera to feign innocence that the other cast didn't know anything.
2: Josh Duggar. Ah. Keeping up with the Duggars.
1: No, that sounds that sounds uh. plausible. But this is second season of a reality show. Has it only had two seasons? Uh they announced a second
0: season this week.
2: Okay. And it's not a Duggar-related family experience?
0: Uh it's not even oh. a family wow. experience. Uh-oh. You know, so this was a very popular reality series about three years ago. There are lots of breakout stars. Inclu- Tiger King, no. Oh, uh. including the person who was actually arrested. I believe they might be serving time for the. Oh, this sounds oh, vaguely familiar. The-
2: oh yeah, yes. You watched that show, didn't you? I Colleen? did.
1: I watched that show. I loved that show. I heard there was a second Some of season my best coming friends are that, were that show. show um but i i also read a story this morning um mostly just the headline and then i skimmed the story that the coach whose name i can't remember i want to say it's like monica something yeah she has a autobiography coming out and in it she apparently does talk about jerry who's the one who uh i believe you're talking about who's currently serving time
2: yeah
0: For, um... Well, he's awaiting trial, so... One of the cast members was
2: accused of child... I mean, I don't even know what the charges were, but he was a pedophile, right? Yeah,
0: so Jerry Harris is awaiting trial for child pornography charges, and he's facing up to 30 years in prison. Mm
1: -hmm. Yikes, you guys. It's really bad. And I I did have a moment when they announced the second season, and I thought, why?
2: So are you... So the blind item, Holly, is saying that the the second season is going to have this experience and everybody's going to be like, oh, I had no idea, but they all knew is what the blind item is suggesting. That's what
0: the blind item is suggesting and that the whole second season of cheer is just to set a narrative down the road. For that trial of Jerry Harris, mm. who's facing charges on child pornography mm. because the producers got everyone on camera for tier season two to feign innocence be like, we don't know anything. The producers don't know anything. Mm. Nobody knows anything. Plausible <laughs> deniability.
2: Yes. Exactly. And Ugh. they want to use that as Gross. a
0: court strategy. Yikes. Yikes. Gross. Yikes, yikes. Hey, yikes! More celebrity gossip mysteries. Speaking of yikes, let's solve this
2: one. Fun. <laughs> this,
0: one, eh, this one's not so bad, uh, but we do have a couple people to think about. This former A-plus list rapper slash producer, solo at a group, got exposed for not being as wealthy as it had been assumed. The thing is, though, he had a lot of money and still wasn't halfway to being a billionaire. So no matter how much the other former A-plus list rapper likes to pretend that he's a billionaire... He's been far less successful and is currently only worth about $20 million. Hmm. The magazine will never correct itself, though. Okay, so this this is a
2: Forbes situation. Yeah, Is one of the people Kanye? But there's another former boy bander. Kanye wasn't, or not boy bander, but in a bander.
0: No, a rapper and producer. So he was part of a rap group and he was also very successful as a solo artist. Not a boy band.
2: Okay, but, but that's not Kanye.
0: That's not Kanye. Got it. So you solved Kanye. Okay. But you have to select... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: a f- Part of a former rap group.
0: Yes. Group, a group and also producer. Yes, and also very successful as a solo artist. So he's a very successful guy, also a very successful business person.
2: Oh, it's, um well, I don't know people's backgrounds, so I could just, like, name very wealthy rappers. Uh, like,
1: uh, what was that? That was me trying out a letter. Ru? Yeah, I was just going to see if I oh, was in the right oh.
2: Because place. I think of who is with the street. Does he have a streaming service or did he have a streaming service?
0: No, this person does not have a streaming service. Um, they made their money selling something a product that they developed that's very popular beats by dre
2: oh there and, you go
0: that would be d- the dr. doctor dre.
2: the dr dre
0: yes thank what's you. the
2: group that dr dre was a part of nwa oh okay mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah and then he became very successful as a producer mm-hmm. and a solo artist yeah that all right dr. so fill, dre.
2: fill in the blanks because there were so many moving parts to that okay
0: one. so dr dre got exposed for not being as wealthy as it had been assumed. Now, the thing is, though, Dr. Dre had a lot of money, but he wasn't halfway to being a billionaire. Mm. Maybe he's a hundreds of 1000000 Okay,
2: So still rich. So still rich,
0: right? Yeah. So no More matter, than you'd know what to do with. Thank you. So no matter how much... Kanye West likes to pretend that he's a billionaire. He's been far less successful. He's currently worth about maybe $20 million. Oh,
2: okay. So it's saying Dr. Dre, far more successful. Kanye, nice try.
0: Yeah. Kanye, nice try. in being in the world of, I'm going go to go and tell Forbes magazine that I'm worth a billion dollars. <laughs> and we all
2: know what Forbes track record is in this department.
0: Yeah. Especially in the orbit of the Kardashians, mm-hmm. right? Which Kanye is. Yes. So Yeah. Yeah, hmm. he's still definitely in the orbit of the Kardashian Jenners, even though, you know, he's starting to separate himself publicly by mm-hmm. going out on dates with people and whatnot and have you. Yes. But, okay. interesting.
2: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so let's
1: do another one. more? Why don't we do another
0: celebrity gossip mystery the a-list actress and the celebrity ceo must have come to some understanding because she's back to driving the car he gave her which she knows and as stated in court documents is bugged for audio and
2: video is that a mr musk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then who's the girl is this the oh oh is this amber heard Oh, Mm -hmm. I must ask you
1: a question.
2: Just kidding. Go on. Oh, Musk. Oh, I thought you said I must, must (laughs) gas you a question. And I was like,
0: do you have a mint?
2: Do you have a jar?
0: Perhaps some some banaca. banaca? (laughs) So, I mean, for me to fart in. Side hustles, guys. Side hustles. Look, okay. I am
2: fully setting up that website. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Amber Heard and Elon Musk must have come to some understanding because Amber Heard is back to driving the car that Elon Musk gave her, which she knows, and as stated in court documents, is bugged for audio and video. Hmm. I mean... I w-
2: What?
1: <laughs> rich people got too much time to do... to. Ca-
2: for stuff. Also, why does what's the point of bugging Amber Heard? I don't... I mean, I guess maybe the upcoming trial might have something to do with that. Like, uh. I don't know if Elon Musk is involved in that trial at all. But he better be careful, because he's gonna have to te- he might have to testify.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not sure. Now, there were blind items in the past that NT Lawyer alluded to the fact that Elon Musk was paying Amber Heard's legal bills.
2: Yeah, not surprising.
0: Yeah. I, I, don't know. Oh. I was just putting it out there.
2: Yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. So he's attached to that story. D- isn't
2: she the one that went...
0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm what flavor are you holding now open your eyes and check out snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful snapple near you
1: hi everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it—they come, they share. New episodes of "You Are What You Read" drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform. Wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the bed? Well, nobody knows
0: who did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mystery. Remember, because Johnny Depp finger pointing at the pooper.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mystery bed pooper, yeah. according to Johnny Depp. I wonder if that will come up in the trial. So, for the listener, there's this trial coming up with Johnny Depp. It's a defamation trial against Amber Heard, right?
0: That's right. It's here in the United States because yeah. Amber Heard published an op-ed in the Washington Post. I know
2: you want to say Amber Turd. No. I know you do. Oh, no!
0: I wanted to what? make a joke about a defamation. Trial.
2: Okay, that's a defecation <laughs> trial.
0: Judge Colleen presiding. Oh, thank
2: She's you. She's really good at those defecation suits. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Uh okay.
1: Did you want to finish telling people about the trial?
2: Just that there's a def <laughs> <laughs> Now I can't. Now there's... jeez. Oh,
1: there's a matter of a poop
2: in a bed. It's not just the poop in the bed, but, um, you know, Johnny Depp is trying to get a career back, and his only way of doing that in the United States, he tried in the UK, which has very, like, loose laws, and it's much... E- Stop it. It's much easier to prove defamation in the UK, yes. and he lost there, so his only chance now is to win here, but it's a much... Higher bar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, I don't think those photographs are going to be in this particular trial. Okay. Well,
1: we can dream. (laughs) Okay. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley
2: show. I love that Colleen (laughs) has become the least... Like, uh Poopy? insulated from poop oh, on this sorry. show. What? Or you become the most, well, yeah, the least insulated from poop. Like, you just lost it because of poop. Usually it's Holly, and I know. then me, I know. and then you.
1: I know. You know, listen, strange times. 2022, uh, guys. You never know. Maybe it's my year. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I know I've already talked about this show, that we're watching on HBO Max, but I gotta talk about it again. Okay. Um, because I cannot say enough good about it, and I so badly want people to give it a shot. Okay. Uh, it's called Station Eleven. Ooh. We're gonna talk about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi Holly Roberts, the three of us, taking you to three o'clock today. Uh, okay, you guys, I know I've already talked about this show that um, I've been watching. I talked. I t- think I told you about it after I'd only seen two episodes. Yeah. Um, it's called Station Eleven. It's on HBO Max. And, you know, whenever we talk about TV, we do a little Here's What We're Watching Live.
3: You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you?
0: Team Cobra presents Here's, Here's What We're here. Watching live. live.
1: Okay, so... It's even hard to encapsulate the gist of this show, but I what I will tell you about Station Eleven on HBO Max is that it is based on a book. And the book was written and released, I believe, in like 2014. And the book um, was written by a person whose name I can't remember right now. I'm going to find that for you. Um, but what's interesting about the book is that it tells the story of... A pandemic that triggers the fall of modern society. Like it is a flu pandemic that has like a 1% survival rate. So people literally drop like flies very fast. Now, I got to be honest, I picked that book up at the very beginning of the pandemic we are currently experiencing. That's great timing. It was not smart. By the way, the name of the writer is Emily St. John Mandel. So I read the book. Um, I could not put it down. I devoured it. And it was possibly ill-timed to be reading it in the midst of a pandemic. That said, I remember reading it and thinking, I want to see this on the screen. Yeah. And what I did not realize is that they had picked up this uh, book to be made into a mini series before the pandemic. Oh, okay. But they filmed. They? they being uh, the the company, the uh, production company.
2: I just meant what streaming service is it on? HBO Max. Okay, got it, got it.
1: So uh, and then they cast it, but they couldn't start production of it
2: because of the pandemic
1: until we were in the pandemic. Yeah. So they are making a miniseries about a pandemic while in the middle of a pandemic.
2: So crazy! It Very is
1: meta. It is super meta. And then when you're watching it, you're watching it. As we're experiencing a pandemic, knowing that the actors were doing it in a pandemic, it's you got to be emotionally stable. I was going to
2: say, like, I don't know that I'm in a place where I can watch this yet. Um, But you know, first of all, this is a week to week thing, right? It's dropping. It drops every
1: Thursday. So, how many
2: episodes are out currently? Do you remember? I
1: believe there are five, four or five out currently.
2: So, do you feel like um, people who maybe aren't quite? Yeah, like you've got to be in a good mental space. I'm kind
1: of so because here's the other thing about it. Like all things, it isn't just about the pandemic. It is about so much more. And it tells, you know, it it, it sort of weaves in before times. It weaves in like their current present day. It talks about people who were born between they call them. um, I think they call them like (laughs) this is going to sound bad, but panty babies. (laughs) Like, post-pandemic.
2: <laughs> okay, that's an awkward... Children's. That's not so. what the book calls them. Is I think it they call them babies? panties
1: or something like that. Okay. I The book doesn't. Sure. Maybe they'll workshop that. I yeah. think that maybe I'm the one that needs hey, to a great
2: idea. Let's call them panties.
1: <laughs> but, they do, but they do focus people were on... People are just dropping
2: them panty babies. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: They focus on people who were born after the pandemic who don't have sure. a knowledge of the before times. And it really I mean, it's about so many things. It's about how important art is because it follows this Part of what it does is follows uh, a traveling um, Shakespeare company who does Shakespeare basically from memory because they don't have. You can't watch Shakespeare yeah. on television. I yeah. will say this: there are a lot of plot holes. Like how how can people like still be watching TV because there are like times where they're watching TV and you're they're like, watching TV. Oh, huh. There's electricity. Yeah, in some places there are. They try to explain it, but it is, you're still a little bit Well, like, I have a
2: question. Ah. Or I have a couple questions, sure. actually. I probably have several questions. I have answers. But you brought the story to the table, um, and again, it's Station Eleven. You read the book, and now you're watching the TV show. Do- First of all, I have two questions. Ooh. First question is, what is it about the story that is told on television such that you wanted to talk about it again. And second question, how much of the television show thus far sort of follows the book? The book.
1: So, I'm going to answer the second question first because that to me was the thing that was really interesting last night as we were watching and we're a week behind, I think. Um my husband and I are I, we're going to catch up again tonight. But um there it does not. It follows the book in uh it essentially follows the book. There are Pieces that are not—I don't think—translate well to the screen, sure. and so it is one of those things where I'm watching it and it's I'm not saying, "It's not 100, percent but it's yeah, pretty close." And I'm saying to my husband, "Well, in the book, this happened, and the so." If you've, I, I highly recommend reading the book and seeing and watching it. But what it, I think that it's because of, and I don't want to get too deep, but we're in a different phase right now of the pandemic we're experiencing, and there's something about watching a show that shows people surviving and thriving post pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean I know it can trigger it can trigger in some of the negative ways if you're watching it but but it does show like how art survives and how people survive and how love and friendships and relationships survive and how memories survive and how um things Change and you can't go back to where you were, but there's richness in what the future holds as well. Um, There's like a hope to it, a strange hope to the... And I know it's a very different... I mean, this will paint a picture of a world we are not living in right Mm -hmm. now. But the themes are there. Well, I was going to say that's why I think it's important.
2: I would say the thing that could make this a great show in this moment is not that it's it mirrors what we're going through, but that it elicits a lot of the same feelings and emotions yeah. that people are dealing with. Just you know, that's what art is supposed to do: make you think about the world you're living in. So
1: it's all very meta, and just like to me, the coincidence of how it's rolled out during the time that we're in
2: is just amazing. All right, Station Eleven, HBO Max.
1: Yeah. So when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what are you listening? listening to 651-641-1071.